Hello, Annie Trenders. Welcome to the Girl Taku, hosted by the ladies of Anime Trending. We are back with another fun topic on the table. Uh, my name is Gracie, and I am once again joined by Isabel here and Agnes. And without further ado, the Girl Taku today will be about how anime portrays bodies, you know, put together anime bodies. We will be discussing about female bodies as well as male bodies. Don't worry, we will discuss both genders. But uh, I'm going to let Agnes kick us off today. So Agnes, what are your thoughts on anime female bodies? So this is pretty much a long stretch because there's so much that you can do with anime girl bodies, aside from the fact that a lot of it is quite exaggerated in animes, mainly for the aesthetic appeal or to appeal to certain audiences. I guess one series that I would like to highlight that really kicks us off is anything within the harem genre, or more famously, something like High School of the Dead. <laughs> with the oh. anime bodies so for just for my six have you two watched like high school of the dead or seen like the clips of it i've seen clips of it but the clips were all i needed to see to never watch it <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's it's a pretty insane anime for a lack of better terms um i don't understand the physics of the boob movements which i think is partially fascinating but also like Man, I those are some really weird appendages. Appendages? <laughs> Wait, like do you mean limbs or you're using fancy words that I don't Yeah, know. so like like the boobs there's this one like super famous scene that will never leave me is when uh one of the the man the male leads, he's a, he's not the main character, but he's like one of the side characters. He's shooting like an uh a rifle into a horde of zombies and there one of the girls who's like a badass mc i'm apologized for high school of the dead fans i don't remember their names the the sword wheeling girl is in the fray fighting at zombies and then as the bullet is shooting through the air and about to pierce zombies she does like a sudden backflip and her boobs just kind of like waver in the air doing like slow-mo mm -hmm. dodge moves wait the what was this you haven't seen that scene? No, yeah. no. Oh my gosh, you have to watch that scene. It's so famous. <laughs> and the the boobs literally like undulate as the bullet like weaves through the valley and then pierces a zombie on the other side. It's hilarious to watch. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't seen uh, the anime at all, but I did see that clip on YouTube and I was like, I don't understand how that works. First of all, that doesn't make sense. It was a great shot, yeah. but still, it was so hard to follow. <laughs> And I guess I would like to clarify for the viewers who may or may not have experience with breasts or seen how breasts move, but they certainly don't act like that. Well, no, they can't. They can't avoid projectiles in midair. When was that even possible? <laughs> like... I don't know. It's just, it's just absurd. It's weird. It's funny, but I'm also like, man, <laughs> please. Um, and you also see. I guess I guess for the good majority of this part of the podcast, I'll be talking a lot about boobs because anime tends to fan or make it really unrealistic. There's a lot, especially with. I mean, girls we are running. allowed to talk about boobs. We are masters of boobs because we both own. <laughs> well, all three of us own them. So we are the female master race. 
like we all have them on our chest as we speak right now. So. <laughs> well, now I need to see that scene, even though I'm probably going to get disgusted by it. So. It's, it's iconic. It's absolutely iconic. Wait, so my question is, because of how ridiculous it is, do you guys enjoy that scene <laughs> or like what are you what exactly are your thoughts on that particular scene aside from the fact that this is not possible <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know if the fans thought maybe it's like a cool scene um i i, I like the shots i remember like, like slow shots which were pretty nice but like for me i, I was just full of like confusion and i was <laughs> just shots about right for me yeah <laughs> right, so you guys are just confused huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially when you're doing something super fast-paced, like acrobatics, or you're doing like martial arts, which was which was this female character doing. Mm. It's like, how do the boobs move anyway? The moves, I I imagine the boobs move with like momentum and force, and they're like they sway and stuff, but not like undulate. <laughs> oh, but also, yeah. if if girls, girls who do have larger chests, if they do any physical activities, they usually want a sports bra that is like ridiculously oh. supportive because it gets... Yeah, for sure. Because it gets in the way, like no one in their right mind with like a large chest would want to run a marathon like with it just literally bouncing. No. Like, it's just, no. <laughs> like Yeah, actually, that's a very good point. Like if you see all the athletes like in Olympic sports or marathons, they're not wearing like sexy laundry and their boobs are bouncing all over the place. It's usually extremely secure with a sports bra or an equi- or what or what do they call it? Like a bondo? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, because yeah. they actually get in the way. Like, like I would never want, granted, I have small boobs, so I'm not as big of an issue there, but I know for a fact that, you know, if I have large, even with smaller ones, sometimes physical activities with like bras that don't really, really support will actually still annoy me. And once again, I have a really small chest. And so Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine like people with like a big women with a bigger chest who would try to fight without it getting secured. Like, no, like it just, no, that's not going to (laughs) happen. So, um, so I guess like the main question is like, why, or like one of the questions I have is like, why do you think a lot of mangakas or animators think that this exists? In terms of like it's like swaying, it's undulating, but like the fact that they don't keep it secure, you know, like in the design or in the animation. I mean, that's just fan service, right? Like the the whole yeah, that's true. It's just fan service. <laughs> I will say though, I do want to note that, um, and this is something my friend told me: Japan does surprisingly, not surprisingly, Japan does uniquely sort of have a fascination with boobs. And so the reason why I say that is I have a friend who um, is 100% Asian, but um, I think you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think genetically Asian women tend to have smaller boobs than like in like comparison to um, other ethnicities. And so um, she's actually my only Asian friend who has to wear a bra size that's bigger than C cup. And so um, and she, her chest is honestly so big that we once had an anime moment. We were shopping and I found a dress <laughs> that I thought she would like. 
and she did like it and she put it on and her chest is so big that when she buttoned up the top of the dress her it literally popped open because of how big oh, no her way. chest wow oh, no yeah <clears throat> and so like it's like the biggest nightmare yeah so that's so she genuinely has like very large boobs and so we watched anime together once and um i I thought it was unrealistic because, like, um, in there, this it was a slice of life anime, and this female character with uh, larger boobs was like walking down the streets, and everyone was staring at her. And she had come from the countryside, so she was really like self conscious, and she thought, like, is it my accent? Like, is my accent slipping out? I thought I was like purposefully hiding my accent to like hide the fact I came from the countryside, and. Um, and then you you hear the passerby's thoughts who are staring at her and all of them were like, oh, my God, look at her boobs. Her boobs are so big. And like both like male and female like sort of passerby characters were supposedly thinking that. And I had thought that was really unrealistic at first. I was like, that's a cheap way to like, you know, bring fan service into the slice of life anime. But mm-hmm. she actually corrected me because she went to Japan Granted, that was several years back, so a lot of things could change in several years, as we in the U.S. obviously can't attest to. Um, But when she had gone to Japan, she said that literally men, men and women were all staring at her and very specifically at her chest. And so... Um, so she actually didn't find that scene unrealistic at all. And so it's almost like, aside from just fan service, it's almost like Japan as a whole tend to have like a bigger fascination with them than, um, you know, say other places. So that could be another reason for it. That's really interesting. So I guess it just boils down to exposure then, because we all, all three of us live in the United States. So we encounter many different ethnicities that have varying body sizes. But since Japan is so homogenous, for the most part, I guess it's just very shocking to them yes. to see somebody who's just bigger. It, I guess it's also really, it's kind of going back to like the idea of like Japan is generally very small with things that they do. So anything big is just like, wait. Yeah, it's just mind blowing for them. No, you're exactly right, and I like I didn't even um, consider the fact that because I I just think uh, I just thought that was weird that my friend experienced that in Japan, but I didn't think of the fact that oh yes, they're a very homogenous uh, country, so of course the body shapes they see are just are going to be a lot of the same things versus you know definitely where all of us grew up where we see all sorts of body types. So. Um, and I do want to say, I do know China is also, like, not in the same blatant way that um, Japan is. Cause I'm, I'm Chinese, so um, so I do, like, I, I do culturally have, like, ties with it. And um, I do know Chinese people and Chinese women always notice when, if, like, a woman has bigger boobs or a bigger chest. Um, but it's just it's still a little different from how Japan does it because they would never like blatantly stare at you if you have a bigger chest. It's more like something they'll they'll like say and be like, oh, wow, like she has a bigger chest than most people do. And so it's still a little different, but it is in a similar vein, like a bigger sort of concentration on it. So and China, um, definitely it was and still kind of is pretty homogenous as well. So, um, so I think you're, I think it's like a combination of fan service and just like cultural context of 
of the fact that they all they tend to always see the same body type. So then obviously anything else that's a little out there, for example, bigger boobs is just a great fascination for them. So right. a great avenue for fan service, which is why a lot of shows have that, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, most uh, most of the people that watch anime, I feel like, you know, are geared towards male viewers as well. So that's yeah. why there's a lot more. And then for us as girls watching it, it's kind of, it could be shocking or we could also relate to it like your friend possibly. And well, also. So that was know. my question is, do you guys feel, I know you guys were very confused with uh, projectile dodging boobs, but like, <laughs> for example, a more common one <laughs> is like, um, you know, gravity defying ones where they bounce one at a time, which by the way, they absolutely do not and never will. They will always bounce at the same time. <laughs> um, yes. um when they do bounce, they will always bounce at the same time. But, like, when you see those scenes constantly, like, what are your feelings towards it? Like, do you feel um, – what's the word? Do you feel insulted when you see that or upset or do you think it's funny? Like, I, I'm genuinely curious on, like, what sort of emotions you feel on, like, the more common sort of fan service areas. I just think it looks – it looks painful to watch. Mm-hmm. personally um i kind of give this comparison where the the two like one breast and one breast and the other act like two if you see it as like two independent like jugs mm-hmm. i guess that are like juggling between each other yeah if you're and you're trying to imagine the weight as it goes like up and down up and down and it switches like you would think that wow the character's balance is really compromised like they can barely run they can barely do anything and these boobs just add more and more to the weight, the fact that they're also moving up and down. I don't know, there's just it feels like there's this really weird physics behind it where there's just so much force that's going around that the character can't possibly stand up straight. And there's probably, it probably hurts a lot. <laughs> Agnes's mm-hmm. whole thoughts and opinions are about the technicalities I, I mean, I'm not, okay, I will confess, I'm not good at physics. I barely pass physics. But you're just imagining the weight of two things going off at the same time is like, geez, that's pretty staggering. <laughs> I just think that thought process is so funny because that, like, I don't know about you, Isabel, but that has yeah. never occurred to me about balance <laughs> and stuff like that. Or I also, I mean, I also do, like, martial arts, too. So, like, balance is very key in, like, stabilizing yourself. And I feel that for a lot of women it's a sports so you have to make sure like your center of gravity is always at the center and that you can't that it cannot be compromised in any way so i don't know maybe the of course the fan service is going to defy the the physics of gravity but like it hurts to look at (laughs) i don't know that's all i can say i'm just (laughs) flabbergasted Uh, okay, so Agnes is very logical in her approach. <laughs> or I guess, like, in a better sense, like, this might be, this is between, like, all of, uh, for most females, but from what I understand, when most females, like, go through, um, when they're PMSing or they're going through their periods, like, a lot of their body is very tender, including their breasts. Oh, And yes. when your breasts are really tender, they also are very heavy. That's just part of how the female body works. So you take that tenderness and you apply it maybe like times two or three and it's like that every single day and you have to run or you have to do some kind of physical activity to get to point A to B. Like 
that I think adds a bit of realism and makes you kind of think like, wow, these anime physics don't really work at all. So yeah. I, I, um, I'm actually one of the people who has um, swollen breasts uh, when I get close to my period, and I can attest they hurt really, really badly, and they are a lot heavier. They actually get bigger because they're essentially swollen, and oh. something, oh, yikes. something as simple as me accidentally hitting myself like in the chest hurts me so bad when my when my boobs are swollen before my period wow. and so it's so now now that you've pointed it out now i have to imagine it in anime and it's just like it's giving me huge like pain anxiety because i get really <laughs> bad painful swollen boobs so so thanks for that agnes <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> Um, okay, Isabel, uh, were you thinking about pain in, like, the or were you thinking about something else when you see them? I definitely do think about the physics, too. Like, when I see those types of scenes, I'm just kind of like, I, I really like physics, too, but I also kind of dismiss it really quickly. and like, no, that's impossible. So once I get past that stage, no, that's impossible, then I'm like, why is this scene in here, and why am I watching this? And then... And then I'll probably laugh at it, too. I'm like, yeah, that's just really silly. Um, and I feel like I've also become desensitized to it because there are, there are times where I just kind of, <laughs> oh, like, no. scroll things. Like, my friend was really shocked because she never really watches anime. Um, mm. One of my college uh, housemates, I was just scrolling through all these things. Like, I'm like, I, I, I wanted to find something in specific. And she's like, how do you just scroll all through these things? Like, I couldn't possibly look at this for a long time. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I see it all the time. So it's like yikes <laughs> and so I, I never really thought of it that way mm -hmm. my friend who i introduced to anime like uh where she she liked the one i introduced so she started looking for her own and then one of them she called me over she replayed the scene and it was basically the boobs bouncing like at different you know times intervals and she was like that's not how boobs work <laughs> though since you guys are more like we are sort of because i agree we are all three of us are kind of desensitized to it because we've seen so much anime so it's like it's ridiculous slash kind of eye rolling for me at this point mm -hmm. but at any point in time have you guys ever felt um insulted seeing that like did you do you find that sort of portrayal of women's body insulting in anime whenever they do that sort of thing I feel like it's a double-edged blade because on one hand, you can be really insulted by saying like, oh my gosh, that is not how women are like in real life. But you can't project that because you yourself, all women have different body sizes. All women have different breast sizes and each and the breasts that each woman has have like different conditions. Like for instance, you have uh, your chest gets more swollen as your period approaches. Mine doesn't. So how you feel personally doesn't really take into account, I feel like. It's just very difficult to define it. But in terms of being insulted, as Isabel pointed out earlier, I've become so desensitized to the fan service and the harem that I kind of like laugh it off and like scroll through it. And I just go to more of the parts that are more important to me, like plot or like progression. Okay. 
So here's my, I know I've been asking a lot of questions, but um, here's my second question. In this situation that all three of us are desensitized to, and as a result, we don't really watch that type of anime because we know it's ridiculous and unrealistic. Is it harmful to still have it in the anime because it is likely marketing towards men who identify as men? Um, who likely will never, ever, ever know what having boobs feels like. Yeah, I feel like I wish we could have maybe a male guest kind of put in their input on this and what they think. If they also think it's, you know, uh, if if they think it's weird or if they kind of are kind of like questioning it or something. Um, or, or if they're like, oh, yeah, this is totally stuff that I would be into or I like this character because of that or something. Um I feel like none of our guys, though, would be into no, it. I, I don't think so, but... <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, the only people who are close enough for it would maybe be, like, Medi and James who live with sisters. That is true, yes. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, or I guess anybody who lives with a mom. But really. none of them, definitely none of them watch these types of anime, for sure. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. So they wouldn't be fans, so they wouldn't be able to speak as someone who, like, watches these anime. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's a, because it's, like, it's a specific genre, and the genre sort of set a tone already. So it's, like, when you see that type of anime, you just sort of expect these things to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, for me, um, what... I'm not insulted, but I do get bothered. And I think what bothers me more than anything is uh, when these sort of things happen is um, I just don't see the point of adding it in because it's like Isabel had already said earlier. It doesn't really contribute anything to the actual plot or character itself. Um, Because, for example... Um, I was okay with Lust and Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood when her boobs bounced one at a time because I was like, okay, she's the literal, she's the little incarnation of the sin Lust. So she gets a pass for being able to do something like that. And any other Lust character in the future who has bigger boobs get a pass on doing that because it makes sense to sort of the character in the foundation. But it's like when it's really there solely just to be there as fan service, it becomes more annoying to me because it's like I don't really get the point of why it had to be in there. So so maybe I'm just against fan service. <laughs> no, yeah, I feel like it's sad, though, if it's like an expectation as well for for guys or other people to think like, oh, girls are like this or it's like this in the real world when it's really not. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a that's a good comparison actually using lust and but at the same time like lust herself has a pretty like pretty character defining moments that's not related to her body so i guess it now boils down to character design and if and the question of does it actually complement a character's skill set or importance in the show or if it doesn't and i like that you brought up character design because that reminds me of one of the panels i went to in anime expo about like two years ago, where um, one of the power, uh, powerhouse animation studios, I believe, was working with Viz Media on an anime called Seis Manos. Mm-hmm. And oh, Seis Manos of, is good! Yeah, so I really like the character. Like, they talked about how they they sent back the character design for one of the women, because they are saying, like, I, they wanted a, like, a smaller frame for her and kind of wanted to highlight her muscles, because she's, like, a police officer. Ooh. Or, uh, oh, yeah, she's great! Artist, the police right? officer is fantastic! So I love her! It. 
Yeah. I've seen it. It's really good. <laughs> Wait, spell the anime? I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> uh, seis, uh, seis Manos. Yeah, it's like six hands translated yeah, from Spanish hands. to English. Um, <laughs> six hands. Spanish I didn't remember. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I see it now. Okay, okay, okay. But that's really yeah. cool that they even, wow, that's really cool that they did that. Yeah, and most and I and it was mostly like guys at the panel too, like kind of like the the producers behind the series. And I was I was really blown away that they were actually speaking about this and actually had thoughts behind it, behind these characters, and you know, um, just learning about their thought process behind these character designs, and then also focusing on the women, trying to make them more realistic as just just like the guys as well. Uh, I really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. No, that's great. I mean, I mean, already kudos to them. Like, that's huge points to them. I really like that. Um, I think, uh, and that actually leads to another thing, is, like, um, character designs for female characters in anime tend- can sometimes be very unrealistic. For example, um, you know, women with large boobs obviously exist. Um, like, my friend who had an actual anime moment with a dress. And so, but the thing is, they tend to like to draw women as ridiculously skinny and straight and then suddenly big boobs, which is just not accurate because yeah. uh, biologically, unfortunately, our boobs are the last place to get fat whenever we gain any sort of weight because that's what boobs are, is they're fat. And then... Um, and then sadly, when we exercise, the first place that loses the fat is the boobs. <laughs> and yeah. so like, if you're going to have, if you have larger boobs, you're going to have curves, you know, you're going to have broader shoulders. You're going to have a, you're going to have like a waist. And so, um, and I say that, be- and I say that with all my friends with larger, with the larger chest, they absolutely have curves. Meanwhile, me, I'm very like straight stick wise, very like narrow shouldered and everything. And like high metabolism, like naturally very skinny. Guess what? I don't have boobs. So, um, so it's like that sort of putting like large boobs on a very skinny body tends to happen a lot in character design. And I don't think people realize that it's just not probable. At least I don't think it's probable. So, <laughs> oh no, most definitely. I know that for women who have larger boobs in real life, they tend to be like more broad shoulders and so that really helps actually distribute the weight of the boobs versus like if you have someone with a really small frame you can't possibly your body can't possibly sustain all of that it doesn't make any sense i mean of course like people even people with uh, even women with big or who are like much bigger and have like a bigger chest they also struggle with the weight problems of managing their chest but i can't possibly imagine somebody who's a much smaller frame be able to handle that kind of weight at all on their own shoulders so uh one anime that i that i can think of immediately that sort of invokes that is or not sort of it does invoke that is uh food wars um and so i kind of wanted to hear your thoughts about it because food wars does uh foodgasms and they do do a lot of fan service and for example erina like okay erina's chest and like her her frame her body frame is so unrealistic that even my guy friends are like her shirt literally cannot exist her shirt will literally be too like (laughs) droopy like front areas because of how big her chest is in comparison to her uh shoulders and like her overall frame and that those are guys who know like know about that and so um and so in regards to food wars for example um 
since they really ant they really lean into like the ridiculousness of food gasms and stuff do you think are you okay with the fact that it's like her body proportions aren't really like realistic or would you rather have it more realistic in a sort of ridiculous anime that tends to do fan service with all the characters including the male characters so yeah i've seen food wars and ariana is not one of my favorite characters i think that's the thing too when the focus is too much on the body and not so much the character themselves i i kind of detract from liking that character as much which is why I like Megumi from Food Wars, uh, uh, because she's much smaller, and I feel like she's a little bit more realistic in a sense. Um, but that's kind of like my thoughts on those two characters, and I think I forget her cousin as well, Arena's cousin. I feel like oh, almost has the same. Alice, yeah, Alice also has the same, almost the same problem. I feel like so the the character so the character designs for you, Isabel, is is actually capable of detracting like the likability, essentially. Yeah, for me at least, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, and is it just because it's so unrealistic that it just keeps, like, keeps bothering you slash, like, um, distracting you? Or is it just, like, you, or is it just, like, you feel like it's going to be a less fleshed out character just from the character design? Yeah, I feel like it's mostly distracting. And I don't know if I like Arena's character in general as well, because she's a little different from everyone else. So, yeah, I'm not too sure, actually. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like for most guys, for one, for guys, it's even distracting. Like your friends would see that, be like, that's not really realistic. And then I don't know if they like Arena as a character as well. Um, but yeah, it's hard for me to say other than likability and how distracting it is for me to watch it. As And, and then the food gasms too. I'm just kind of like, okay, whatever. Can we like move on with the food? <laughs> the food now or something, right? That's, yeah. Maybe we're too trained to watch something like Hell's Kitchen or Master Chef where we just want to focus on the quality of the food <laughs> you guys don't like it when they make sexy noises <laughs> i personally don't i get really uncomfortable watching it um because i also came in expecting it to be food and i really like to cook i really like to cook at home for my family and for my friends and so i like to see quality presentation and taste and i get that the foodgasm is supposed to show you that without forcing you to taste the food but i'm like come on you you can be gordon ramsay and just like throw down your spoon on the plate and saying like it's fucking delicious and that's that's enough to tell you that the food is good <laughs> not explode into like clothes tearing off yeah their clothes just magically disintegrate <laughs> with gold with gold <laughs> lights in the background <laughs> And if if I'm not mistaken, like Food Wars does take it take a back seat in the food gasms. I think like what midway towards the end of the last couple. Seasons? Yeah. So the first two episodes were like though the most like food gasmy of the episodes, and then like even starting with the third, it started to get less, and it just continuously got less as it continued. So, so I guess like the girl bodies ends up just being more negatively a shock factor for the character design and just to reel people in which is kind of like false advertising and a bit sad now that I think about it yeah it's just not accurate I mean as Isabel said Megumi has a very like natural body shape but with Erina with how like narrow her shoulders are like her boobs would not like they would not be that big and once again like the shirts her she wears like they wouldn't exist they would literally be like two gigantic holes for her for her boobs like in the chest area 
Uh, so. Yikes. <laughs> I'm imagining, like, two gaping holes, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, because that's the only way it would fit. And so, oh, and that's, like, another thing in character design, too. Like, I feel like um, a lot of character designs, whether male or female, I don't know, like, who does the designing for them, but they sort of expect boobs to naturally prop up which they absolutely do not and will not you have to have bras to do that because you know how there's like a lot of character designs with like the open chest area where you can like really really see the cleavage but then when you look at them like straight up front you can you see their boobs like pushed up except from the way that their clothes are designed it makes it seem like they're not wearing a bra at all which once again is impossible you have to have a bra to get it pushed up like that um yeah yeah otherwise they just sag pretty much yeah yeah especially with how large they usually are drawn as well um Mm -hmm. i wonder if like that's because the expectation is that one because females obviously all wear bras or some form of it that pushes them up so that's what we see a lot but i wonder if it's also because like males have like their actually no i can't say that for sure never mind i'm just i'm just speaking out loud at this point well, no, no 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 finish your thought i'm curious now <laughs> or i guess like i'm thinking about like how like in jojo's bizarre adventure for instance like the chests are really prominent and the pectorals or like the nipples are like really stiff and like they stand out so it's like super exaggerated Mm -hmm. so i wonder if when people do character designs and not think about the boobs and the and the bras that come into it they think that boobs also are just as stiff and just as like oh i didn't think about that (laughs) yeah oh that's a good point I don't know, but it could also just because it's just character design, really. Huh, huh, that's interesting. The question is for us to write down that we will never ask an interview, so... No, 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 we'll never ask that in an interview. I feel like th- I feel like that would insult whoever wrote, drew the character design. I'm but, just happy enough to interview But at interview the same them. time, I'm like, now I'm curious. Like, this is like a genuine curiosity question. Like, I'm not trying to insult you, so... Um, uh. Well, I will say character designs that I do like. Um, one of them is from uh, Rascal Never Dreams of Funny Girl Senpai. Um, oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think they did a really good job of providing fan service without, like, making it unrealistic. Because, I mean, and, and that Mai actually, like, wears that bunny costume on purpose to sort of, like, spice things up between her and Sokta anyway. So it works even better that it's, like, actually... It has a point to, like, the story and, like, the couple. But um, Mai is a very attractively drawn girl, and her body proportions are just perfect and very, very realistic. And I like the fact, I like it even better that, um, in fact, for Sakta, it's not even her boobs that, like, he finds the most physically attractive. It's her legs. And so, and her legs are very gorgeous. Um, And I think, and I just really like the fact that Rascal never... Rascal, I'm just going to shorten it, uh, Rascal thinks of the fact that, hey, there are other body parts that, you know, men do find attractive. And um, while still able to, like, draw all the female characters very differently, but um, but realistically. Because uh, Futaba's arc also, like, did you guys watch that anime, actually? I watched a good portion of it. Yeah. So I am aware of the characters okay. and their mm-hmm. designs as well. Okay. Uh, Futaba is the science one, right? Yes. Where she's in this. Okay. Yeah. So Futaba has has an arc actually. Um, 
Futaba just uh also good at you know breaking stereotypes Futaba is the nerdier like one but she's the one with the bigger chest and um she actually had an arc where um she knew her chest was developing larger than most girls especially around her age and it was actually causing her a lot of grief and a lot of people and a lot of men start harassing her because she had larger boobs and like her whole arc was over the fact that she was sort of trying to regain control over her body and she found it in a way by like posting like or taking pictures of herself anonymously and stuff like that it's it's hard to explain but essentially it was a huge arc around body image and I thought that was really really great and her character's design fits really well because once you see the pictures where she's not wearing like her layered clothes that hides a lot of her body you see that hey her larger chest absolutely makes sense to the way that her body is drawn and shaped so um so that's why I wanted to point out, like, Rascal is an anime with excellent, um, you know, character design for female bodies, while at the same time still bringing in sort of, like, that fanservice-y um, element to it without it being unrealistic. Um, do you guys have any anime that, like, come to mind in regards to that? I don't, uh, just because, like, that's just really fascinating that they were able to insert that whole character development that's actually very realistic for a lot of girls who naturally have a larger frame or someone who has who has like larger boobs and become very self-conscious about that. I actually know a number of people who are like that. And it actually makes sense for the character design rather than just like trying to shoehorn in some fan service. I don't quite have an example of something as deep as that because obviously that is very, very deep. <laughs> but I would like to highlight March Comes In Like a Lion for its body proportions oh. for both the males and females. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the story, the I think the eldest sister, I already forget names, I'm so sorry. The eldest sister in March Comes In Like a Lion, she's shown to have like slightly larger boobs than her peers or her siblings, but she has a very comfortable frame that really suits her personality and the way that she portrays herself in the series. And she almost comes off very motherly, which I really like in the series. And then you have uh, Ray's a very enthusiastic friend. What's his name again? The one that's really rich. Oh, um, um, he's so sweet. I forgot he's his name. Very he's very sweet. It's, it's so funny because like he's this really portly plump kid. Yes, right? he's so that's cute. super short. <laughs> and it just really shows like there's like a dynamic way of like drawing male bodies as well because not all male bodies are real thin like Ray or they're not super jacked up like Jojo's Bizarre Adventure (laughs) but they all come in different shapes and sizes and he really shows that he's not bothered at all about his size or the health conditions that are affected with like his smaller stature or Mm -hmm. like larger frame he's just very like I'm going to be the best player and you can't stop me (laughs) it's just so great there's just so much confidence his name is Nikaido that's what his name is Nikaido there we go Nikaido's an absolute gem in yes you know what now that I've never it has never occurred to me how many different body shapes there are in March comes in like a lion until you point it out but you're absolutely right like every single one of them it's it's different 
different. Even like the older characters, like um, yeah, Ray's yeah. a mentor. He's um, he smokes a lot, and you can tell like his health isn't the greatest. And you know what? He's mm-hmm. really, really like skinny. Like he's yeah. skinnier than yeah. Ray, and so yeah. Um, uh, con- yeah, contrary to the belief in anime where like someone smokes is like fit or whatever, trying to look cool and badass, most heavy heavy smokers are very thin, and it's and I think it's part of the the addiction and the nicotine that uh that really like makes you real thin. Uh, but don't quote me on that. I need to check up. On no, that. so unfortunately, from uh from what I've heard is there are a lot of women in Europe who smoke for the sake of staying thin. Like no uh, oh, yeah, there you go. It, very interesting. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um. Wow. Okay, but this is actually a perfect sidewalk because um now that you mentioned Nikaido, um we we should definitely talk about male character designs and sort of like what. So JoJo is. Kind of a unique anime because I feel like it's meant to be so ridiculous and unbelievable that I'm okay with it sort of thing. Um, but I will say, though, sometimes even the male character designs are sometimes out there. For example, apparently men can have like 10 abs, which I'm like, that is not possible. I, I don't even remember the anime, but there was one particular scene where my friend and I were watching and he like, took off his shirt and it was like I said he had 10 abs and both me and her were like what (laughs) where did these abs come from (laughs) um yeah though um I I guess with men I can't it's strange because with women it's usually the boobs and then with men it's the abs like is there Anything else in particular that they tend to, like, misinterpret for um, male characters? Aside from the smoking thing, because it's usually male characters we see smoking, and it's usually male characters who look fit, who who smokes, so. I think that's my main character, my main, oh, my main characters. My, <laughs> my main concern is actually muscles, because yeah. when you look at a lot of anime guys, especially, like, they they suddenly like start stripping or like they change and they have like a really like tight fit shirt like you see like bulging upper arms mm-hmm. and you know like really thick forearms and then like everything is just really thick or whatever but it clearly doesn't look like that when their clothes is like much, they're much more skinny and I'm here sitting to thinking to myself like guys aren't really like that guys are also just as much as females they all come in different shapes and sizes mm-hmm. and they're not all equally like buffed out like that and what's really interesting is even men who have like really big uh shoulders Mm -hmm. is not portrayed or it's not reflected as nicely in their character design like it feels weirdly out of place do you have an example perhaps or i don't have an example i just kind of like rattle them off because sometimes it's like that really weird transformation where the anime guy just strips and you're just like wow he has an athletic body but when he puts on clothes he doesn't look like that at all he just looks like a normal anime boy with skinny arms and legs you know what yeah you're right and yeah. like those clothes yeah. should not should not have hit okay. yeah i guess like the biggest example i can think of is like attack on titan i recently binged through seasons two and three uh. and i can't help but aaron has like a eight or six pack uh he has more than a six pack 
<laughs> how he does, I don't know, but he does. Okay, fine, sure. He has like a ten pack, whatever. <laughs> and he like, I think at one point, like somewhere in season three, like he takes off his shirt or something, or maybe he takes off his jacket, mm-hmm. and you can see those very clearly defined muscles. And you can argue by saying like, well, he's in the scouts regime; he gets that much muscular. And I'm just like, no, you really don't, unless you're like a bodybuilder, because they don't. Military people aren't that super jacked up in that case they're more sturdy they're more fit in the sense that they can they have more muscle mass to carry things but they're not like well designed or like super sharp cutting that it looks like that oh i see what you mean it's just weird it's really weird like the only people that you would see who has like really sharp cut muscle designs like that would be bodybuilders like you know like you look at old pictures of like Arnold Schwarzenegger right there's and that's an example of that or you look at uh the anime run with the wind like surprisingly uh marathon runners also have really large shoulders and and also like even though they do look skinny they're very well fit for the stamina that they have to build up while running yeah um so seeing like how there's like a weird only like one version only of an anime body that's not meant because there haven't been working out is just kind of jarring for me okay so so there should be essentially like there should be a clear distinction between athlete and someone who's been in the military like sort of thing yeah or like just even and a regular anime boy who actually doesn't like exercise like all regular bodies that don't exercise or do something physical you're going to see flab you're going to see blemishes you're going to see stretch marks or whatever Mm -hmm. and each person is different so I just kind of wanted to see more variety. I will attest to the fact that my coworker, who um, he does um, exercise a lot because that's that's literally his hobby. Like he absolutely, despite being very healthy and exercising on a daily basis, definitely would not have that sort of body type that anime tends to portray because it's just right, like exactly. Yeah, it's just he exercises. So yeah, it just doesn't always apply to everybody. Like I said, you after you either have to be like a bodybuilder to really like bulk up mm-hmm. or you're just on steroids at that point yeah. <laughs> Ag- Agnes wants to uh, like wants all the male anime characters to take tests <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean I like to see more like I said I like to see more diversity like March comes in like a lion mm-hmm. um, and yeah just, just kind of like relishing the fact that everyone's a bit different and the character designs just become more appealing that way you can pick out each person based on that body type and just like who they are, I guess. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> Any thoughts, Isabel? I feel like, yeah, definitely muscles are a space for, like, sports. But even in sports, you know, even if you have muscles, it's not necessarily in the same places, like you said. Like, I like how you highlight Run With The Wind. Um, I was in cross-country as well. So most of the guys there are definitely skinnier. And they have longer legs or, like, they're, like, taller in a sense. And... I think Run With The Wind definitely did a good job at it, I feel like, for highlighting. I mean, it was unrealistic in that the older older uh, guys in the group uh, could run as fast as they did. But they did highlight, I forget, <laughs> the, senior, the senior, he had flab for sure, the right? Only, the only realistic person in Run With The Wind is Prince. The <laughs> only realistic person when it comes to running. <laughs> what about yeah, the I dog? Do like- the dog was a runner. <laughs> Oh, he's the, the dog is its own league and category. He's so cute, you can't say no to him. It's like one of my favorite scenes, literally, like it was raining, so they weren't gonna take him with them when they practice. And the dog purposefully, like, shakes its fur to get water on them 
out of spite. So <laughs> Mira oh is a gem in that entire series. <laughs> so cute. Um, I do want to say, like, now that you guys are pointing out sports, I feel like, and correct me if you guys disagree, but I feel like sports is like most sports anime actually do correct designs with muscles at least the ones i've seen yeah. so for example i know haiku's character designs are mm. very very realistic to where the muscles should be for example um <clears throat> i think bokuto is like specifically with his shoulders which makes sense as someone as someone who like um ah shoot well it was as the ace of his team and stuff and so it's like and it's like each character and their position they play have different muscles in different areas so i know haiku puts a lot of um puts a lot of emphasis on character design as well as realism in regards to muscles another one surprisingly is free um which uh, seems like just fan service for girls but i've seen a post written by a um, swimmer who swam competitively for like her entire life who highlighted like every single muscle that they they put into all the free characters are very much where the muscles should be as a swimmer for a particular stroke and so um so despite the despite people saying like free is just fan service it at the very least it's character design for where the muscles are for each swimmer is actually very accurate um but i wonder if only sports anime pay attention to these things and as a result all the other anime out there that aren't related to sports sort of just put the generic ripped character design like does that make sense mm -hmm. no, no i think that's that's really important to note like i comparing like for instance like haikyuu or free to more like fantasy genre animes where they kind of take a back seat on the realism of anime bodies and just try to focus on like cool fight scenes i guess it just depends on where the pinnacle is because with sports anime i feel like you have to get everything autonomically correct if you're going to line up all the shots that they do mm, that's and not be point. criticized by actual sports fans or people who actually play sports and i feel like with sports anime most of the mangakas and the animators do actually try to like attend matches or like watch live recordings and use that as a reference versus for more like fantasy or just general action like mafia and stuff they just kind of like go on a whim and they're just like oh this is cool i'll just throw it in instead of using more accurate references to anything um so an a non-sports anime that i think you guys could correct me have good uh Mailed character designs is uh, Gekkan Shoujo Nozakiku. <laughs> um, That's oh, really funny. No, I you're know. actually right. <laughs> it really does because it has like the varying heights of each person. Mm -hmm. uh, like Mikoshiba is like he looks a little bit more like on the slight on the the princely effeminate side. Yeah, and then you have like Hori Senpai is actually a shorter guy, mm -hmm. which in real life there are short guys. Yeah, uh, it's not to say yeah. that all guys are six foot tall, idealized and dreamy. Mm -hmm. No, there are guys who are on the shorter size, unfortunately due to genetics and other factors. And of course, there's like big hulking kids like um, like Nozaki Senpai. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I think what like the scene that I really appreciated was um there was a scene where um Nozaki wanted Sakura to wear a sailor uniform so oh as reference for like his drawing and she wouldn't put it on and so he tried to put it on himself and he couldn't even like get it like to like like he got it over his head but there was like no way he could get it on full full <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. Um, he's how, so massive exactly like, he's, and he's, like <laughs> and the best part was like after he realized he couldn't put it on, he literally like has like a like a, a funny breakdown. But he was just like, "Curse my broad shoulders!" <laughs> That's super cute. That is super duper cute. And I was just like, "Yeah," and, and like the fact that even like the fact on how he couldn't even put it on the like it it wasn't even like oh it looks disheveled, you know? It was literally he can't can, cannot put it on the full weight because of how broad his shoulders are, and so. Um, and I think, um, maybe not Hori, but at least Mikoshiba. I don't, I don't think they even draw him with like abs or anything because he's so, he's skinny, you know, like he's skinny and he definitely is. I can definitely imagine him being like less athletic and being more like just regular, like a regular looking guy, like not too skinny and not too fat, just like a very slim physique. But has like just that flawless Korean skin. <laughs> yes! <laughs> very pristine, very princely, and all the girls are like, oh my god, his skin is so glowing. <laughs> um, and Waka, who is uh the most athletic of the group because he's on the basketball team, he's the only one who gets like actual defined abs in like in the beach episodes it's like short episodes but the beach episode but even that like the abs are like not at all the way that usually abs are drawn like they're very subtle abs where you can see that he has them because he plays sports and he Mm -hmm. most likely exercises outside of that too but um they're not ridiculous bodybuilder abs so (laughs) no definitely not and they're not sharp enough that they can cut through like iron hull as they would say in in the uh, avatar the last airbender what have you been watching (laughs) you know i watch a lot of stuff i watch a good range of things and that's one of the most iconic lines in (laughs) avatar the last airbender wait 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 what what episode was that since it's I- the beach episode with Azula and she's trying <gasps> oh, to compliment oh, a guy but in the middle of a volleyball match but she doesn't know how to compliment oh him oh my well. gosh so I remember like- that <laughs> <laughs> and she's like your sharp muscles is so it's like your muscles are so sharp enough it can cut through the iron hull of a fire nation uh, ship and the guy's just like I'm not sure if that was a compliment <laughs> but I'm turned on anyway <laughs> that was so cringy <laughs> Oh man. Um I think Gekan Shoujo also had girl a good female designs too, with Sakura being very short, um, Sale um Sale being athletic or no, not Sale being athletic, but um oh Kashima. Kashima being athletic and she had she had a much smaller chest because she likely exercises a lot more and she's a lot more straight. So um and I, I think this is like a dumb scene, but it was like it's such a small moment, but I appreciated it so much. Was when um, Waka, when he was getting um, bullied by the other girls, um, he like quickly ran to Sale for um, 
for sort of like um, sanctuary. He was like, Sail's so funny. He like runs and hides behind her. And Sail has slightly bigger chest than the other girls. And in fact, like it very much makes sense, her bigger chest to her body frame. And once again, they're not ridiculous. And um, but the girls were teasing him. They're like, oh, like you like the bigger ones sort of thing. And then Waka just like pointedly goes, what? They're just lumps of fat. <laughs> oh, that actually happened. I I think I remember that scene. Yeah. And I was like, and even like me watching it, I was like, oh, Dane, they are just lumps of fat. <laughs> Not anything it's else. Just, <laughs> just hits you like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's it just be like that. <laughs> <laughs> so Kekka Shoujo Nozuki-ku understands bodies. <laughs> um, do you have anyone in particular or any show in particular, um, Isabel, that you think of when we're talking about anime bodies, whether it's like good character designs or bad character designs? I know you mentioned one earlier about the police and stuff um, or the police female character, but like any other ones you, you think of? <laughs> And I can't really say, yeah, I know Free was a good one, but, um, no, when we were talking about Gekkan Shoujo, I was just thinking of, have you guys seen Ore Monogatari? Oh, uh, yes! I feel oh, like the guy so is so, he's just, so, I mean, like, I saw live action too, and the and the actor tried really hard. I, I thought he was, like, a perfect example of what a bigger oh, yeah. high school kid would be. That was really cool. But, yeah, that one, like, the body sizes were so different that it just, I thought it was a good idea i mean a little bit unrealistic when you're watching an anime form but when it came over to like a live action i really appreciated that i thought eguchi eguchi takuya really really loved playing that character he played the main yeah. character oh, that was eguchi takuya yeah oh my god i didn't know <laughs> yeah no he... i hear him so many times on hanai natsuki's channel but i never actually like understood that was eguchi takuya oh no yeah, yeah yeah that was eguchi takuya he really loved playing that character he, i um i saw a video recently that he sort of like he thinks that that character sort of defined his career. Like, it was a career-defining moment because it was such a different character and, in extension, a very different body shape, for sure. So I'm glad you brought that up, actually. I completely forgot about it. Shame on yeah. me. So. No. It's, actually, yeah. it's actually really funny that we brought this up because I recently had a conversation with a friend about Oro no Bikuru, uh, about my love story. That's the English yeah. translation for the mm-hmm. title. Mm-hmm. They are currently dating somebody who is very very much shorter than them and he and they told me like oh after watching this series i now understand how we look like to other people (laughs) oh he's he's actually like really big like he's a super tall guy but he's also like really big because he exercises frequently he just has a larger frame Uh his big hands too it's really hilarious so he's just like the main male character and his girlfriend is very petite. It's so funny. Oh, wait, how short is he now? Or how short is she now that I need to know? Yeah, how she's tall is like, he? you guys seen me in real life before. Since yeah. Since we've met up at cons. Yeah. So she's a little bit shorter than me. Okay. Around the same height as wow. me. Like wow. Almost six foot. Wow. Oh, wow. So it's huge. It's yeah. really huge. That is really big. And we, 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 have, a, we have a tendency to call him names for fun because he's so big and then we compare him to a small girlfriend we're like oh wait this actually looks the same in auto and in my love story please please tell me they'll cosplay as the one time <laughs> you know i think they should i should send that to them and yes. ask <laughs> yeah they just have to wear the uniforms i feel like and that they might be set 
for Oh my god. You're right. Yeah. I could just buy them the uniforms for them. Perfect. <laughs> I will buy it for you <laughs> if you wear it. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, that was a great anime too. <laughs> it's so stupidly wholesome. It's really cute. I love the, I love him and his best friend. His best friend is yeah, such a good wingman. Kawa <laughs> is such a man. I feel so bad for him at the plastic wrap scene. <laughs> Oh, gosh. So, I guess to round it off, would you say that unrealistic character designs are more common than realistic ones? Or would you say realistic ones are more common than unrealistic ones from all the anime you've seen? For me, I feel like a lot of anime is, uh, you know, fantasy and stuff. So, I feel like there's more unrealistic characters, in a mm-hmm. sense, than more realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like we said, for sports anime, though, they try to... Um, cater towards more realistic characters so if you you know break it up by genre like that depending on their mm, focus yeah um, you can find more realistic characters versus unrealistic in like the more fantastical adventure series or fan service series i, I guess like. slice of life tends to be pretty realistic in yeah. that case yeah mm-hmm. like the so, romance series or stuff like that mm-hmm. i think so yeah and i also might go back to the fact that they're using references mm-hmm. for this like the slice of life stuff yeah. you see all the time in real life so you would be more you would have a tendency to like observe couples or observe like different body types that just like pass by you and you use that as a reference versus fantasy is just very open there's so much that you can do with fantasy that you just kind of throw whatever idea you want rather than using something that's more on a realistic side mm-hmm. yeah but it doesn't hurt to add more realism to a fantasy i think uh, like you see, like there's tons of blogs on Twitter, like for instance, like realistic women's armor, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. Like how do boobs slot into armor? Pieces? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but it's more of like, well, we don't really have a representation of that, so it would be more like they'll be wearing like regular breastplate armor that covers the boobs, uh, which is very restricting. But that's like an example of realism that they could implement more in anime that way. Mm-hmm. I definitely yeah, don't think point. it'll hurt any anybody to have more realistic sort of character designs. Um, it's just, in fact, like I said, I think it enhances it. I know Rascal took it a step further with Futaba's arc, but even before that with Mai's character design and Sokta being like, oh, I really like her legs. I'm like, I'm cool with that. You know, that's a great way of showing how she can be realistic, but still very physically attractive. So we stand thick women. <laughs> yeah. We stand for lack of better words. I'm so sorry for everybody out there. <laughs> hey, I am very skinny. I am a stick and I have no chest. So. <laughs> I my chest is so small that I legitimately can bind my chest and pass as flat chest. Like that's how small I am. <laughs> that's probably too much information. I sh- I should probably cut that out. <laughs> I mean, I think it's fine. It just shows like there's a different dimension of realism when it comes to bodies and that not all women are expected to have like huge breasts or like super thick thighs. It just depends on how your the bio the biology and the chemicals and how much you regularly work out too. Yeah, bodies, man, they are they're all sorts of variety and they should be celebrated as different varieties sort of things. Um, I agree. Definitely. Do you guys have any last uh, final thoughts in regards to anime bodies? I know you guys said that um, just having more realistic ones in fantasy will probably lend itself like good rather than worse. But um, if you guys have like a final ceiling thought on it, what would you say? <laughs> 
I think it would be just good to like you know just keep that in mind now that we've had this podcast and people uh, listening to it could probably you know appreciate uh, ones that are different that we might have highlighted or think about anime that uh, do highlight different body types and one character that you can relate to perhaps or think about what a new anime in the future might have I agree yeah and I think that that's actually very true and now that now that like we've talked about I also think like I'm actually going to pay more attention to character designs now because it definitely made me pay more attention to it just preparing for this topic we'll see what the future holds for anime in regards to character designs and and, you know and that's actually a sign of cultural change too so that'll be very interesting um, Mm -hmm. if there are any abrupt changes in the future most Uh, definitely well you know the world's our oyster as we say in 2020 as the world's ending so (laughs) 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 well uh annie trenders thank you for joining us today for the girl taku as we talked about anime bodies and i hope you all join us for our next episode bye everyone Bye bye bye